0: Welcome to the Student of the Game Fire Podcast with your host, Danny B. Tim Riggs is an 18-year veteran with THE Wichita Fire Department. And I say that in quotations, THE Wichita. He is currently assigned at Firehouse 10 on Rescue 2. Tim's passion for the fire service is simple. Love the job, love what you do, be good at the job, and love going to fires. And if you don't know anything about Wichita Fire Department, you've been living under a rock. With that being said, I present Mr. Tim Riggs.
1: All right, man. Uh, Yeah, Tim Riggs, uh, Wichita, Kansas Station of Firehouse 10 uh, with Rescue 2 and Engine 10. I've been in the fire service for, for about 18 years now, a little over 18 years. Uh, all career, um, I, I was in a different department in Chinook, Kansas, for about ten years, and now I'm in Wichita, the last eight. Uh, I kind of got started in the fire service. I was kind of one of those kids that just never grew out of wanting to be a fireman. When you're a kid, you know, I, I loved fire trucks. I loved watching the ambulances and the fire trucks and everybody go by. Um, I I spent hours out my backyard playing and just uh, the firehouse and the ambulance. Uh, barn was just down the road so anytime that left I'd see them and I'd run out there and see those guys and I just thought that was kind of the coolest thing and 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 so I just kind of I just kind of never grew out of that just a big kid and and uh and the other part too is that it was a, it was a volunteer department back where I grew up at and you know I saw those people all the all, all the volunteer firemen were everywhere you see them at Church, you'd see them at school. They're coaching little league, they're doing all the things. And I always just thought those, those are the kind of people, those are the kind of dudes that, that were good people I wanted to be around. And so right. that's just what kind of kept me going and kind of kept me, uh, uh, falling into it. And even like when I was in high school, I, I, I started taking my EMT. I took my EMT in high school and, uh, started volunteering on the ambulance as soon as I turned 18 and on the fire department and volunteered there too. Um, And then I found, you know, I kind of thought about it and people talked to me and like, hey, man, you know, you can make a career out of this. And uh, I I love that idea that that I can make a career out of something that people spend their entire lives volunteering to do. Mm -hmm. And so i got nothing but love for volunteers. I volunteered for just a short time. I I got a high school and and during college. And then uh, as I went to school for for fire science, got my associate's degree in fire science and and just went straight to the career department and, and never looked back, and never regretted a second of it. So
0: awesome! Um, so you're with uh, Rescue Two at it uh, at Wichita. Can you uh, tell us for the for those that don't know? Can you tell us a little bit about Wichita, like the size, how many stations? Called? Yeah, I
1: mean, uh, Wichita, Kansas is pretty great. I think it's kind of a I think it's kind of a hidden little gem here in the Midwest that people don't know about a lot, but kind of hearing about it now somewhat uh it's the city's a little over a half million uh then there's a couple hundred more thousand in the county uh we the city wichita fire department we have 23 firehouses right now uh they're getting ready to build um what they say a couple like three to four more in the next three years uh so we'll see what happens when the when the when the bricks start falling but um yeah We've got seven truck companies, twenty-three engine companies, two walk walk-out rescues, walk-in rescues, however you want to call it. Uh, we do run some squads, which our squads in Wichita are like a pickup, like a uh, first, first, like kind of a first quick attack. If, if it's going to a fire, it's a taxi. It has no, it gets, it gets dumped in the in the in, the, in the, beached in the yard across the street, mm-hmm. uh, off the road, out of the way for for firefighting apparatus. But it takes a lot of gut runs for us. For our medicals they're not at every station um you know it's kind of one of those things when they when they started laying the firehouses out and around wichita they 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 kind of spread them out a little bit there's a little bit of land area out here because we have land we have area we we, we build out we don't necessarily build up like right. on the coast and stuff so um there's a little bit more distance so they they kind of supplemented these squads we're kind of getting back away from it because uh we're building up our truck culture our rescue culture our engine culture so uh there's pluses and minus of both of it but right that's kind of that's kind of a little bit about wichita uh great place absolutely love it um we when we're it's an urban city in the midwest mm-hmm. and it burns. We, we get a decent amount of work we're hitting 500 fires a year um i mean there's never enough there's never enough fires i want to go to fire all the time but uh we get a decent amount of work so that's, okay. that's, that's a cool thing Okay, so with Wichita having two
0: rescues, are they are they on each side? Like, is is it spaced out where you guys have like it's split down the middle between the two companies?
1: Yeah, so like you said, so so rescue one, rescue two, uh, it, the city's kind of split, kind of a uh, I guess you call it northeast and southwest. It's kind of a diagonal split. Um, I'd like to see that line moved a little bit further for rescue two to have a little bigger <laughs> area you know i love the guys at rescue 1 they're great dudes and and uh it's kind of one of those things it's a special ops uh thing now where you tr- you try out for the special ops and then um rescue 1 you know those guys they they do they do like the water stuff too you know mm-hmm. we the, the, the trt and the uh trench and and high angle stuff we all train together on that we train together on everything but uh rescue 1 does the water stuff primarily Okay. Uh, hazmat stuff primarily okay We come together on every major event. Anyhow, Mm -hmm. if it's a hazmat call, rescue two is going to be the primary entrance and they're going to, and rescue one is going to be doing decon and that kind of stuff. Much like if it's a dive call, the rescue one guys are probably gonna be the first divers. We're going to be line tenders, that kind of stuff. But we, we, we cross train. Anyhow, we have guys at rescue two that are, that are divers. They just don't sit in a dive suit every day. And there's hazmat techs at at rescue one. Okay. I tell you they are, but they are. But yeah, <laughs> but, but, uh, we go back and forth with those guys, and we train with them. We love them a bunch, but uh, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good good setup.
0: So, on most incidents, are you getting both rescues, or can I, I
1: guess depending on the call? It it kind of depends on the call. On most, like uh, you know, our our bread and butter out here is a, is a uh, single family ranch style, fifteen hundred square mm-hmm. foot residential house fire. You're going to get one rescue. On the initial alarm, if that call goes anything past the first alarm assignment, second rescue's coming, and depending kind of kind of depending on the chief and what he needs, he'll start that second rescue all the time. So, okay, that's kind of one of the beauties of being on rescue is that you get to go to everything. You know, you, so going, I'm you're, assuming you
0: the rescue is to every single working fire, entrapment, work pin fire. in, high okay. angle rescue, all that.
1: Everything, everything. They're they're busy. We're running. We're running all day long. Um, yeah, but I love that, and that's what I want to do. And uh, so, yeah, so we they they keep us running pretty busy. Um, the The only the, any time and like if we have a second alarm, third alarm, whatever, uh, or or they'll just they'll just ask for a second rescue right away. If it, depending on the chief and what it is, right, it's because we've trained up with those guys, and it may just be a single a single rescue response. But manpower is such a thing, you know. We're short manpower, just like everybody. everybody right. in the country, is short manpower. Right. So they'll start that second rescue pretty quick. So,
0: okay. Here's a big question uh, for a lot of listeners: uh, that no, do you guys run medicals? Does the rescue run medical calls?
1: So, uh, answer this the right way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we so so uh, you know. We try not to, but we right. do. we're right. there for not one. Right. You know, and, and uh, we send that's kind of with that whole tiered response of like they send a squad, they'll send an
0: engine,
1: mm-hmm. then a rescue. So when we get run down, man, you might be picking up you might be picking up uh medical calls on that thing too. Uh it's not super conducive. Now in Wichita, and I don't know about everywhere else, but in Wichita, we don't transport. We're not ambulances. Gotcha. You get hired on the Wichita Fire Department, you don't even gotta be an MT. We'll put you through class, we'll put you through wow. training. So uh you you's part of your academy you go through the academy and get your mt then but um, we don't necessarily you know we don't transport at all okay so, you know you go and you take care of things and and, and uh, get some blood pressures and wait for the ambulance you know and, and right right your best and take care of people as, as they need cuz uh but we're not doing all the medical reports and doing all the transport stuff and all that kind of thing we're just we're there for first counter first response, take care of, get things stabilized and, uh, get them packed up out the door. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Uh, what's your minimum staffing
1: on the rescue? So, uh, that's a hot topic right now. So it's, it's, it's somewhere between three and four, <laughs> okay. uh, which is pretty lean, pretty thin. That's why yeah. I'm second rescue all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, some admin policies have changed here recently, kind of a little bit. And okay directions of stuff and, and and so we're running three at times you're wow. uh, in the back by yourself right uh, right that's not ideal i'm, I'm yeah. 100% honest, that's no, not right ideal. yeah uh but r- you know running four is even kind of thin when we when we run heavy or what we call heavy mm-hmm. with five or four man it just makes things so much smoother and and everything but um Again, you know, it's like everywhere we're, we're struggling to get people and hiring and putting academies through just just super fast. But um, that, that that's where we're at is three or four. Kind of OK, point.
0: OK. Now, as a let's say I, I applied at Wichita and I graduated recruit class. Are is it anywhere possible where a recruit straight out of class can get on the rescue or is that something you have to like try out for?
1: Right. So um, what we have here is is we have a You have a, a process of trying out for the special ops program. Mm-hmm. You can do that pretty much at any time, uh, even if it's in your first year and you've got a blue hat still. All of our recruits come out of the academy for the first year with a blue helmet on. OK, so we call them blue, blue hats and we call them. But so they can come out. Um, um, and then we have a, a, a process of a tryout for special ops and you've got to do uh just all all there's a whole gamut of things you got to try out for some of them you, you know you are pretty physically demanding you know the swim the uh level a stuff all the you've got to have some experience and some knowledge okay. uh there's been a few guys recently that have, that have come out of the academy with prior experience to other places right, right and some of that skills and knowledge that that are beneficial you know and so they've gotten to go to either rescue one or rescue two pretty quick, kind of to fill a need. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, at, we're in a time right now where uh, we are growing. The city of Wichita is growing. The Wichita Fire Department is growing. And so, you know, I think you kind of have to look at it as a case-by-case scenario and and, and not, not lower the standard or bend the rules or change anything for anybody because of who they are or where they're from. But you got to look at your overall picture, what your need is, you know, if we got a guy that's got some skills that he's used in a previous department, say for you know five or six years, right, and we can plug him in maybe not as a primary guy every day or whatever, but he can he can get in there and ride the back of that engine quite a bit, then bump over to the rescue as needed. Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's best for the citizens then? you know exactly you're, you're getting you're getting people there that that do have a little experience and knowledge. but so so it's kind of a long answer to say, no you can't just go straight to a special ops house you got to do a tryout there's a whole process there's right there's all kinds of stuff and then even once you get like once you get on the rescue team or in special ops then if you want to be a diver there's a whole another dive academy that you go through and and go through all that kind of stuff
0: Mm -hmm.
1: do that that kind of thing um you know not everybody does it it's not for everybody oh you know, yeah absolutely i mean I'm, i can... I'm, a, I'm a sinker not a floater so i'm not a very good guy. <laughs> i can i can pull a line and and hold a, be a line tender and throw a rope bag like anybody so you know right. I, I know my place you know and, and that's right. where i'm at right uh, but uh yeah so so there is a lot of, of tryouts and and they only do those every couple of years mm-hmm. uh, so you kind of got to be in the right uh mindset the right place and wanting to do it to really do it it is a lot it's a lot it's a lot of extra training a lot of extra hours right
0: uh uh, with being on the rescue is there a um um are you guys compensated for that like you know like for us i know our station if you're a hazmat tech if you're at the hazmat station you get five percent
1: right yeah so ours is like uh I think like 70 bucks a month. It's pretty cheap. It's not worth your, it, it, if, if you're in it for the money, you're, you're, at the, you're doing it for the wrong. Right. Reason. right. Like there's, there's a little bit of compensation. Um, but you know, most of the guys there are there because pretty much everybody that's there is there because they want to, they want to go to the call, go to the stuff and do the, be busy, you know, mm-hmm. be busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, love to train, love to, love to work out and do all that kind of stuff. And that's where, that's where those guys end up. I mean, good firemen end up at good firehouses, right? They'll find and a way no they'll make matter best what. firehouses. Right. Right. That's, okay. that's, that's kind of my mentality on that is it, man, if you want to get to a place that's burning and a place that's got fires, you know, daily, you're going to do what you got to do. And, uh, you know, and be in a little luck and some fortune and a little bit of effort. And you, you probably get there.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, are both rescues housed with another company?
1: Both both uh rescue one and rescue two are, are stage are stationed with an engine, right? Gotcha. We have we have engine 10 with us, they have engine four. There's a, they're at fours, so we're at tens. Okay. Engine we have, we both have engines in our battalion, in our special office battalion is also another engine, a truck, um a squad. We've got our, our boats and all that, and we've got a we've got a, a tender uh, that we use for like big hazmat incidences. Okay. So, um, but yeah, the, the station itself is, is an engine and a rescue. In my opinion, two best pieces in the fire service.
0: No, I mean, that's, that's great. Like I said, um, Wichita definitely lately has been put on the map for sure. Uh, so I'm a fire nerd. So I follow a lot of fire guys and, and I mean, you, you said it yourself. So are are you guys running at least one structure fire every day?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, our, I I should have. I was going to grab the actual numbers. I know we, last year we were we were just over five hundred working structure fires for the that's year. Crazy, that's um, crazy. It's it's pretty busy, you know. We we're uh, it, and it, it never seems that way, and you know, and everyone sits around a station of bitches like, man, we ain't been to a fire in like. Right. <laughs> Two weeks. <And> like, <laughs> no, we've been to a fire every shift the last three shifts. We just, you know, you, you get that mentality of oh, there's never enough. And uh-huh. that's, I think that's also depending on a firehouse where you're at. You know, it's like, man, I, I go three or four fires a day. I've been loving it. Now I lied to you because I'm probably exhausted and be dog tired by the right. end. Right. Right. But, but uh, yeah, I think my crew, the last three shifts we've had working, ha- working fires, working We had a big working building fire last day. I was off unfortunately so of course you get the text message of course right right before that we had a good we had a good one right at shift change uh shift before that we had another one so i mean yeah my last three shifts working fires and and that's something that i think wichita really prides itself on is that you see you know you see out there and i can't even exactly remember who the who says it all the time but expect fires expect victims yep yep and that is that is plastered everywhere in wichita we have that on you know, we cover the inside of our machines with stickers and the doors and all that stuff. And we, we put that on everything. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I truly believe. I truly believe I'm going to a fire tomorrow. I work tomorrow. I'm going to a fire. And I, I just, I feel that way. Uh, I'll be sad if I don't, but right, you know, really, you know, like we, we expect to go to fires every day and and that's just kind of the mentality we have.
0: That's awesome. No, that's great. That's that's a good, that's a good problem to have for sure. Right. Right. Um. Uh, at most uh, structure fires, what would command assign you guys? Is there is there a distinct, primarily function that you guys do? Right.
1: So so on the rescue, uh, you're you're pretty much gonna get. Uh, we're kind of the free agent, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, we're gonna fill in the gaps as needed. Primarily search. Uh, probably the next thing would be vent, vertical vent. We do a t- we vertical vent every uh, not everything, but everything that needs vertically vented. Mm-hmm. We vertical vent uh so we we will supplement the vent a lot but search is probably our primary thing we're a big search we search ahead of the line off the line gotcha uh, we, we're an aggressive search company we have a very aggressive culture um and and usually the first machine on whatever it is is going to just take to take search when they show up unless it's an engine that's ready right for fire attack they're going to say we're searching so the first truck first rescue whatever they're 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 taking search and that's what that's what I, you know, that's what I always want. I always want to search, but mm-hmm. that's what we do. Um, and so, but, but we can get plugged into kind of any role. Right. Might even, you know, on a rescue, you may get told to grab a backup line or, 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 pull something off another machine, but okay, you're, you're truly kind of just, you're, we're, we're rolling up in a big toolbox anyhow. Right. So we're kind of right. the agent plug us in where you need us, kind of thing.
0: Okay. And, um, the culture there engine does engine work truck does truck work
1: right yeah we have a we have a pretty the overall culture in wichita and i mean i'm a fire nerd as well as like anybody uh we have a pretty good culture here i mean and, and culture is it's one of those things that kind of changes over time and it's one of those mm-hmm. things that you see um you know and everyone kind of looks out and, and sees places that are that are oh man that place has got it going on they're amazing their culture right is awesome. right right so, and, and and that might be true but you got to remember that that um, sometimes it's not always different or it, you know it's the same stuff just different places and but with Wichita our our culture is is very aggressive um, and we have a we have a great um, mindset of truck guys doing truck work mm-hmm. engine guys do engine work the rest of you guys are kind of in in there doing what they do and and it's it's a it's a really good mix and and you know I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we have the perfect fire department cuz I've never found the perfect fire Exactly. Department. If exactly. you have, let me know you know right. if you find the perfect fire department I, I don't think it exists but Right. you know I think I think we do a lot of things really well here and I think that we have uh we've been fortunate enough to get Um, people and administration in the right positions that have been able to make some choices, make some decisions that have, that have, uh, helped us move along and progress that way.
0: So I was just going to ask, um, what shifted? Because I'm imagining maybe it wasn't Wichita, wasn't the way it was now back then. So was it a, a change in leadership? To, to know, get so that
1: ball I, rolling? You know, I think, I think, I don't know. I think there was a lot of leading from the rear. You know, I think there were some guys nice. for, for a long time that uh kind of pushed pushed against the green and and said, no, we need to do this, we need to do this. And that's something that as, as I'm I'm reaping the benefits of what the guys 20, mm-hmm. 30 years ago, you know, they they were pushing for, you know, dry trucks. You know, pulling off the back. We, you know, all the things that we do, wearing leather helmets. I mean, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There were people that, that continuously worked and did the right things and and then got in the right positions to to kind of change the mindset, change the mentality. And man, I can't appreciate that enough. And I tell guys that have been, you know, guys that are kind of retiring out now, and still some of them still there, some of them are still there and still got time to go, but they they, t- they took a lot of shit for a long time on things, mm-hmm. different places and different people. And and uh, but they continuously just stuck with it. And right. A lot of just like anything, change isn't going to happen overnight. Right. You're not going to fix any problem quickly. No, just just, you know, facts, constant, like keeping keeping the uh, elevating yourself to the situation or bringing something to light that needs to be worked on and changed and, and, and that helps progress everything. But, you know, Wichita has always, you know, I always think it's kind of cool. little, little fact always for Wichita is it was the first career department in the United States that retired horses first fully motorized department in the United States. Okay. 19, 1918. So I guess you could kind of go back and say, even from the, from the back, as far as then, We we've kind of been a little bit uh, of a of a progressive and and a good solid. Let's do what works best, Mm -hmm. coolest, but what's whatever works best. Mm -hmm. And and so, I mean, I I think that's cool that they did that back in 1918, and now we're kind of continuing that on with with being being kind of. I I feel like a leader a little bit, especially in the Midwest, I guess, as far as uh, tactics and and that kind of thing.
0: No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, I don't know if you should be able to answer this, but I, I'd love to. I, I'm going to ask anyway. So, who who in Wichita came up with the Into the Job Symposium?
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know that's that's Isaac Frazier. He's over on Rescue One. Okay. Uh, he does the Into the Job Symposium. That's through his. That's so that has nothing to do with the City of Wichita, right? isaac isaac uh he he grew up outside of here his dad was on the job here okay in florida uh he isaac was down there doing his thing and he does, he does he he his company tactical advantage there's his free plug he owes me a hat now for sure <laughs> uh, his company does the does the uh uh extrication training all kinds of stuff all over the place and then he uh-huh. came back years ago and um, you know, he, he kind of dreamed this thing up a little bit, and, it, and it's a cool deal. It, it's brought in a lot of people, and oh yeah, oh yeah. And, uh, if you ever get a chance, man, come on out. We'll drink a beer and talk about it. But it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's 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 a good time, you know. And and guys from all over the country have showed up, and uh huh. It it has actually been a, a lot of fun, and I've met, and I've met a ton of good people. I love that's one thing I love doing is getting out, getting outside your department,
0: and, and right.
1: Like, people you know i try to go to two or three good conferences a year that's where i've met some of my best friends uh-huh. and you know seeing what's different and, and for me sometimes and guys ask like why do you go to those conferences you know why do you go out there and this and that why would you spend your own money and time I was like well no, number one i love it it's fun you know it's right not, right but uh and sometimes you know like, what, what did you learn? What did you, you know, and I'm like, always like, you know what, sometimes I didn't necessarily pick up anything that was earth shattering,
0: mm-hmm. but it
1: reaffirms my, my mindset on what we're doing is working. Right. What, what we're doing is, you know, cause every, you know, anytime somebody from your own department is teaching you something or you kind of have a little bit of a, man, I, I've seen this guy mess this up. Right. <laughs> right. But you get a hundred miles down the road and you don't really know anybody and, and you can, hear it from someone else and you're like, oh, okay. You know, you don't have any preconceived notions of this dude. Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: that's one of the things I love about fire conferences. And, and I can, you know, I'll, the other part of it too, is that, you know, the first time me and my buddy uh, Jason Kerfoot went on a, went on a road trip, went to the art of firemanship out in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania years ago. Uh-huh. And we we're just like, you know what, we're going to drive out here. We're going to have a great time. And we're just going to take some classes. We're not, we, we're both engine guys. Right. We're going to take some classes that we don't, we don't, you know, I mean, we, we didn't ride the truck, but we kind of took some truck and ladder throwing classes and stuff. Right. We threw ladders. We were at a, we were actually at the time we were stationed in an engine truck house, but we rode the engine every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we took some truck stuff just because, you know what, let's go out here and, and hear what they have to say, kind of practice with guys you're not used to being around. Uh, that changes your level of comfort. And that's always a good thing. Right. Uh, getting out and, and seeing that kind of stuff. And so um, you know, I it was just but it was getting out and seeing that kind of thing, it reaffirmed like okay, what they are teaching us here is right. I do like this. They they are they're not just some guy that I have a opinion about blowing smoke up my ass. It's right.
0: Really,
1: pretty good deal. So right. Right. Uh,
0: so you started, um,
1: did you start on an engine? I did, yep. Yeah. I started on an engine company. My first assignment at Academy was Engine 9.
0: Engine 9, okay. And what, after a while, I'm sure you went to a good number of jobs, but what changed where it was like, you know what? Like,
1: I'm digging this rescue side. Well, just, you know, I wanted to get on to something that was going to go to fires every day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, when when we we got the rescue companies going, um, because it used to be two separate things. It used to be the rescue and the hazmat and it was like two separate right two separate deals now it's special ops kind of all together one mm-hmm. uh, still still a little bit of like these guys do the water these guys do hazmat but we but that one of those rescues is going to every single fire right so that was that was where way i saw i'm like i, I went on that because i want to go to fire every day okay and that was it okay. You know, i love the crew that i was with and the house I was at, you know, like, it's, like I said before, never, never enough fires, never enough stuff, but it was decent. It was a good mm-hmm. place. I love that. I, you know, I'll always love, I love nines in that crew, but I wanted, I wanted a better opportunity to go to fire every day. And so, yes, and so <laughs> Rescue Two. So, right so, so you start pulling out your periodic table of elements, and you start nerding out. <laughs> you know what? Price of admission is pretty good. So all right, all right.
0: And how long have you been on Rescue Two
1: now? Uh, I've been there just a little about three best about three years.
0: Okay. Okay. And um I'm assuming the 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 design of it wasn't wasn't you guys didn't have that before. So what what what's changed that? Was it the guys in the back that are like, hey, I think if we get a walk-in, it would be beneficial
1: yeah. or so that's something that you know, you know, we talked a little bit about culture stuff, but one of the other great things about Wichita. Is that they let uh, firemen mm-hmm. uh, design things, and there's their' firemen design. That's why we have low hose beds. That's mm-hmm. why we have walkout rescues. That's why we have you know we we have mid mount trucks, uh, trucks and rear mount trucks, and, and they've all basically been designed by firemen. Right. Uh, that is a great a great thing. Yes, it is. Uh, you know and, and firemen that that uh, understand kind of we, we, we're lucky we're blessed i should say that we've got a couple guys that are that are very knowledgeable because there's a there's a complete process in these builds
0: mm-hmm.
1: some of it has to do you know you've got to know how to work the politics side to get the right dollar amount and everything that you need right, right. and functionality and, and when you can marry those two up Man, it's, it's super cool. And, and I think I ride that piece quite a bit, you know, so, right, uh, you know, and then there's a few things we'd like to change already, you know, after having it for a couple of years, we're like, uh-huh. okay, next, on the next one, let's, let's, let's change this compartment around a little bit. Okay. Uh, the, the, big, the biggest part of that is just that we, firemen have, have designed these machines and, uh, that's, that's what's awesome. Awesome.
0: Uh, so I'm going to ask is a bendy truck in the work in the works?
1: So the word on the street is Bendy Trucks in production. I think just or uh, probably six months ago I saw that they got one of those and four more engines and two more straight sticks. Nice, uh, but like we're a hundred percent Pierce uh, fleet. Okay. Uh, I think the 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 build time on anything right now. Oh yeah, it's like it's ridiculous. Seventeen dude. years or something. I'm not roaster, <laughs> sure, but so uh, uh, I, do know, I think it, I think the next three years. I think we're supposed to have all those. What we yeah. Just so okay, it's like yeah. anything, man. It's supposed to be here soon. The bendy trucks coming. I think what they say. Uh, okay. So that's that's exciting too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Absolutely. It, yeah, we definitely have a lot of areas that that is a it's a real need, and if you look at those kind of things that they. They uh, they do make sense, it's, but even financially. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy how the fire service kind of goes in these like, you know, rotation of like oh, mm-hmm. that's a terrible idea, and then it's a great idea, and then it's a terrible idea, and right? Like, but but if you you know you look at tillers, it's like man, f- f- you, you pay more up front, but then man, they they're so you, you you replace the back end, you replace the tractor or whatever, and you've got a new truck, but it's half the price, you know. So right, right, um, it's coming, it's coming.
0: All right, cool, cool. Um, uh, so. What keeps you personally uh, invested to stay positive and continue loving this job?
1: Man, there's a that's a there's several things that keep me you know um, motivated and positive. Uh, obviously, you know you want to be good, do good things for your family. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm I'm proud. Of my kids get to call me dad, and that they get to call me fireman. You know, uh, that that's. That's one of the things that I think is just um, I've always I've always loved that, um, you know. And one of the things that kind of keeps me positive is like, I think positivity is is definitely a choice. Everyone's got, everyone's got a story, man. Everyone's got a story, and and if you think yours is any different than somebody's, then it you know you, everyone's got something going on. So, uh, but you can choose to be positive, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know if you know you know Brian Ambernecker, cap he's a retired captain out of Camden, New Jersey, mm-hmm. he said uh be positive and be contagious and then be contagious. And man, I love that. It's like if you can be positive, just just make a positive um choice on everything you do. You know, you can you can discuss and have opinions on all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. You just you know, stay positive and then make that positivity contagious, and, right? And- that is a way better way to be uh in the firehouse on the fire ground, all that kind of stuff. You know, everyone's been stationed with someone that's super negative. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it does, it brings it brings people down. It brings it's not it's not fun. And so um I just choose to be positive. I got a lot of things going in my world, but I'm positive. I'm that's cool, man. I have a great time. We get to work and I'm super excited to be there. Like I love it. I love going to the station. I love being with my crew and, and another thing that keeps me motivated to kind of be positive and keep going is that I never want to be the guy that someone looks at the run sheet the day before. It's like, Oh, Riggs is here. Uh, next. Day. Great. Great. I don't want to. Get- right. I don't right. want that one bit. You know, I don't want to be the guy cause I'm too slow or not strong enough or not quick enough or whatever. I'm negative or, you know, tough. Mm-hmm. To down, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want that at all. You know, I, I I'm there for my crew and my guys and, yeah, man, we have the best job ever. We do. Like, there's some cool jobs out there. They're, my wife's an air force pilot; it's pretty cool. Okay. I, I but I still I say all the time, I'm like, ah, no, no way. I love it. did <laughs> any of that stuff." And and uh, so I, I I definitely think that just you know being positive, spread positivity and make it contagious, and that keeps me going.
0: Well said. No, more more people need to hear that. Definitely, stay positive, man. Nobody uh, wants to be around negative Nancys.
1: No kidding.
0: Uh, um, so that leads me to the next question of, what are your ultimate goals,
1: man? Uh, you know, I I I think my ultimate goal is to kind of be seen honestly as a as a leader, no matter if it says a, a rank on my shirt or anything. Um, I I. I think I'll probably do the next promotional process. Okay. Uh, in, in Wichita. In Wichita, we have we have some uh, you know, you don't drive an engine or a truck or anything till you're three years on. So you've completed three years.
0: Nice. That's a good rule to have. Right. My so opinion.
1: three years to that, and it's seven years to to you have to have completed your seventh year to take the promotional process. Nice. And they do that every two years. So it can be eight years, you know, depending on mm-hmm. where your anniversary falls. Right. You haven't completed that by that whole, that seventh year you're out, you're not even eligible. So, um, uh, this next year, uh, I will be eligible. Um, and I'll have, you know, over eight years at that point, you know, uh, I was right before the cutoff on this last one. So uh-huh. but I think, I think I, I definitely would give it a shot. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think I have the best seat in the house. You know, people talk about it all the time. I'm riding backwards on an engine mm-hmm. or standing in the back of a walkout rescue. Mm-hmm. I don't think, And I don't think – there's no – you can't tell me right now there's something better than that. Right. You know, but I do understand the fact that uh, nothing lasts forever. And mm-hmm. to keep the culture and the things that we have going, guys retire. So someone else has to step up. Right. Now, not everybody's meant to step up, and that's okay. That's something I do appreciate about Wichita. Is that you know, there's not a lot of pressure uh, to, to force these guys. Oh man, you, you know, you're the, you're the next senior guy by rent by age, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you got to take this next test because you you got to promote you. And, and that's not really the case. And I don't I don't believe in that at all. Uh, we definitely have it's like all right, man, if you're ready, you you, you can take the test and see how it shakes out. You know, and, and see if you're the top 40 dudes to make the list. Um, uh, once you make the list, you kind of get out and do quite a bit of acting. Okay. You do some acting time and then you know, see what see who gets made off that list. Okay. And I think I will uh, we we do we do have a lieutenant position, a captain position, a battalion chief. Uh so as far as my long term, I think. Right now, I, th- I think is, if I did promote, I would I would like to get to a captain level. Okay. Uh, I always think, man, if you took two chiefs and set them next to each other, you go find two chiefs who are super happy that they're chiefs and stand them next to each other. You'd never have somebody right. right. You know, right. What I mean, there's, I, you know, I, I I believe that, and nothing against chiefs or that position or anything. It's just, man, there seems to be so many more headaches and so much more, mm-hmm. yeah, more fireman stuff. Uh, right, and so. You know, and and man, my tune might change in a few years after that. I don't know, but right right now I'm loving riding the back of the rescue, riding the back of the engine. Uh, But I do understand things change, and you got to to keep the culture and to keep the things we have going. um, Guys have to move up. You know, there has my my captain's going to retire sometime. I don't want him to. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go anywhere. You know, Mm -hmm. I want those guys going. But it happens. You know, and and, yeah, uh, and we're growing a lot, and so. Um, you know, another thing too is that sometimes you start you start watching some of your peers or some of the people that start getting promoted and you're like, Man, I don't know if I really wanna if I want to work for that guy. That All happens right? a lot.
0: Yeah. That happens and a like,
1: lot. So that's the whole kind of man, if you're gonna if you're not gonna be about it, not gonna you can't really you can't bitch, you can't do much, you know. So yeah. uh, it's kind of that rock in a hard place, but I do, yep. I do feel like I'm gonna give a shot this next time and uh put my nose in a book and, and start studying. So Okay, we'll see. Um, so yeah.
0: you you did mention that you guys have lieutenants. So, can are you allowed or? Well, my first question is: Do you have a a, a true engineer's position, or is that like a? How does that well, work?
1: So, uh, as as a as a fireman, you ride the, you ride backwards on engine for the first three years, right? Right. At three years, we go to a, a pump operator academy. We, okay. Once you completed your three years, right? The next time they have a they have a pump operator academy, you can go to that, go through the academy, pass it, you can drive. Um, after you, you know, then that you can drive an engine. Mm-hmm. If you want to drive a truck or a rescue, you got to go through those academies to get to get to drive any of that. So okay, uh, we we break those things down a lot, you know, uh, and that that is good I, in my opinion. So. Uh, you know, after you you drive for a little bit, you then you can start if you want to get over to the truck, drive the truck a little bit. Um, I'm a backup truck driver um, in our battalion, so mm-hmm. when the the guy's dr- main driver's off, then one of us has to go down and drive that truck. And uh, you know, it, it keeps my keeps me rounded. You know, especially in the rescue world, if right? I'm not riding the truck every day, but we do do truck functions at times. We do, right. Right. get on ropes. We, we, we vertically ventilate a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, it's good for me to get over there and drive that truck once in a while and remember positioning and, you know, it's so different with each piece, you know, as far as where we park the engine, where we position the truck, right. We set the rescue, all that kind of stuff. So uh, that keeps you rounded keeps you, keeps you moving and keeps you thinking.
0: So. Okay. Okay. Um, so you have lieutenants, captains, and then of course your bat- battalion chiefs and all that good stuff. Um, you mentioned the top 40. So how is Wichita's process? Like, so is there a set number they look for and then how long do they hold that list for?
1: Yeah. So the, so, uh, when in the promotional process, they do, um, let me say it. So it's correct here. So when you, when you sign your letter to that, you're going to go through the promotional process. The first thing they do is a test. And if you make the top 40 scores, on the test and you move, move forward in the process to do oral and written interviews and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so once you make, so they talk about making the list, Uh you make the list and then you can get, uh, that list is good for two years. Okay. So, you know, then you can be on that list and, and they don't necessarily go down top to bottom or they they don't go down top to bottom. Okay. Uh, They go, they, they go through and pick guys. Um, you know, I've seen there's guys that have been skipped quite a bit and, and you never know why exactly. Okay. I uh, can request an interview and find out why he's getting skipped, what he needs to work on. Uh-huh. Whatever it is, he's got to improve himself. Uh, and guys do that. They do that. But, you know, um, you just, they, 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 do, they do go through and pick guys that they need as needed. It may not be number one. and, you know, that stuff goes If you scored scored the yeah. best, you feel like you're yeah. in the best spot. I feel bad for some of those guys. And some of those guys know what they've done. They, they, uh-huh. they did. Uh-huh. And, but but I, the way I kind of like that, I, I mean, you could be a really good test taker and a really good interviewer, but you've kind of been, a you know, you've done some things that weren't so good. Uh-huh. And you're not quite so motivated. Maybe you're not quite as good as you think you are, but you're really good at taking tests. That'll make you a good officer. And we'll Man, make- I said oh, that's a that, yeah. reason why
0: Wichita's doing something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I mean, I hope I don't piss anybody off saying that, and I hope I don't get skipped ever. But I might. You know, I might make. I might make somebody mad on doing whatever. But right. Uh, that 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 is a thing that I think is actually a pretty good thing. So.
0: No, no, I, I agree. I mean, not uh, just because you can you could pass a test doesn't mean that you'll be a great officer. And I like the fact that they. It sounds like they they look at into account of everything from the person to their performance because we all know when it's promotional time the, oh yeah the, oh, the, dude. The, the the mouch that's been on the yeah. couch the whole time doesn't do anything all of a sudden he's mr oh i'm doing this yeah. and that it's like okay when did that happen
1: yeah that that happened the day that the list was starting to, their letters were due uh-huh. and in, you know there's everybody in their career goes through ups and downs and i get that but right like, I also think that every single day is an interview. Like I know every single day I gotta show up be my best because there's dudes that want my spot on that at that station. They want to mm-hmm. be it. and so I know that I have to continue to keep my skills, my motivation, everything up is that I don't want I don't want my seat taken. Right. Uh, but I also know that if I'm not cutting it, they're gonna get rid of you. You know, I mean that, that's that's how you make good crews and how you, you have an aggressive mindset and culture. Is that? No, that's uh, yeah. You know, it's okay for us to, to fail at times, you know, in, in training and those kind of things with our crew, but if you're not making the grade or you're not keeping your, your end of the stick as far as being uh, what the expectations are, you know, our, our captain hands us a piece of paper first day we walk in and station 10, expectations, and he holds you to them, and I love that. You know, it is clear and concise on what what's expected of you, how you're going to act, operate, and, and, and what's going to be expected. Awesome. And that's a, that's a, that most firehouses here, I think I'll do that. Awesome. Uh, and and so you get that piece of paper and it says, this is what you're expected. You better be, you better be ready. Okay. I
0: mean, it definitely sounds like the, the word, the, the word that uh, Wichita's circling to let everybody know is accountability.
1: Yeah, man. And, and, and so I, I, you know, I, I'll talk about a little bit about, um, Absolutely. Count standards. standards. I, I, if I had a word to describe Wichita, I was like, we have a standard. Okay. Uh, this might sound arrogant, but I'm just going to tell you how it is. you know, when, when, when we hire a guy, uh, most our cl- our academies start with, like, 20 people. Most of the time, they graduate between 11 and 13. Wow. They let guys go to the academy all day long, and it's standards. Uh, you know, some of the standards are – you know, it, it's required that you go from – PT gear to on air in 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. You got to get, you know, gloved up, gloved, gloved mask on in, in 20 seconds. Most guys are doing it in seven, seven to 10. You know, there are standards for everything, everything mm-hmm. at a And that's, that's what, you know, it starts in the academy and it carries through. So, right. You know, if you're sitting in the academy and you know, you look around the room, half the dudes are going to get fired before the academy's over, that sets a standard. And, the accountability and all that all the way through. And I think that's what helps kind of drive our culture and drive our um tempo mm-hmm. or how we, you know, we move with a purpose at all time. You mentioned earlier that little PSA I was in this week. And yeah, uh you know, it is what it is, but 48 came in in our first due. I'm out the door, man. I don't care. I'm doing my interview. And so I just, rip my mic off and my shirt and we were at the door in 40 seconds, you know, from sitting here talking on her, you mic'd up and, you know, to ready to go or the, the trucks out the door, the door's going down. 40 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish it was 35, you know, I mean, I, that's how, that's our mentality. That's it? good. That's could good. I, I... I've been Five seconds faster. You know what, you know, when we, when we, we, I, I, that's, that's how we do it. And, and uh, it, it, that all of those kind of things, I think, from the day one, they set this tone, and this, this, and and that's how we keep going. So, no, okay. um, it's there,
0: <laughs> no, no, it's it's yeah. it's it's good to hear, and it's good to hear, and good to know that there are departments out there that have standards, right. and there's accountability because, right. like me, like me and you were talking about before, I've, you know, everybody knows fire service is hurting for 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 people right. for hires, right. but we shouldn't have to lower our standards or change our standards to get the people we want. And we sure as hell, I I know the biggest issue I see with the fire service is you can have somebody that's going to do what they have to do in the academy to pass. But once they get out of the academy, they become slackers and then there's nothing you could do about it. But it sounds like if, if you get one of those that slip through the cracks that comes to station 10, they're going to get caught out
1: real quick. Out the door, man. They ain't going to last, you know. And, 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 there, and it's not just 10s. There's like that everywhere. I mean. I, right. But, but you know, I think I, I I love to give props. And, you know, one of the other things that we've done really well, and kind of to circle back to your question earlier about culture, we've got people and firemen, good firemen, in the training program. And, and, and so all the guys, all the dudes down at training are top notch, top shelf. That's who I want coming from my family. It's mm-hmm. not me. I want one of those dudes because they're all solid guys and they they've created this culture and everything. And, and at, at the very first day, you know, you, you know, the standard. And um, so getting those guys down there in the training division has, I think, really improved our department, uh, you know, just because they, they set the standard so, so solid so early on. Um, and, and guys that would much rather be on the floor going to fires, going to real fires, you know, instead of con X boxes and, and burn up car fires. But, um, it's important to have those guys. We've got to have them and I'm glad they're there and, and can help, help further on our department as it grows.
0: All right. Uh, in, in your opinion, what are key elements needed, uh, to make a good firefighter, regardless of rank?
1: Man, uh, you know, I regardless of rank. Like I said earlier, you know, some of the some of the things you got to have is is um, I think I think that's a really it's a good question. Uh, leader leadership is is huge, and mm-hmm. I also think that some compassion and motivation. Um, we all want to go to fires, but we know that we don't. We don't go to fire every single call. We got right. a lot of calls we got to take care of. Right. Um, and so if you can just have some compassion on some of those calls for people and just realize that you might've been to this guy four times a day and he's drunk and pissed all over himself and you know, you like, you're just done with him uh-huh. you know? and I'm sick of coming here. But if you can kind of find that compassion deep down and just keep, keep being motivated to help people, right. That's going to bleed over into your other details of of your job and what's fun um you know you just want people that are that that keeps their motivation going um and you've got to be you've got to be humble there's got to be you know everybody makes mistakes and everybody um has a a problem at times but if you can be compassionate humble but motivated Mm -hmm. and um i would say even you know another thing too is like Confident to the level of arrogance, not like arrogant, but like confident to that point. Right. Because of your skills and abilities. Uh, that's who I want. You know, I think about, you know, what I want, you know, would you want you rescuing you? Or, right. Like, who do you want going after your family? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want the guy that's motivated on Tuesdays and Wednesdays or the guy that's, you know, he's into it every day he's there. Uh-huh. Maybe not as days off and I got a ton of friends that that are that are, you know, they have a lot of things going on in their world uh-huh. and they're dialed in the days they're at the station. But the days they're off, they don't think about the fire department. They don't think about the fire service, you know. And that's okay. Yeah. I think all the time, that's just my it's what I like to do. Right. Uh as long as they're at the, the days that they're at work, they're dialed in, ready to go and meeting the standard, um that's great. That's that's awesome, you know. And so um, but I want I also want the guy that's that's confident enough that uh he walks up and is not afraid, like he knows right then and there, I'm getting through this door, I'm getting through this, I'm gonna force this door right now. That's how I'm gonna do it and no one's gonna stop me, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? So to have that like confidence that can be construed as arrogance, but just like you want that guy. That's that's who you want, you know. Right. He may he may look funny he may have tattoos and long hair and this and that and his t-shirt might not be, be tucked in but uh if he's if he's confident and, and good that's awesome no yeah, that's all you need that's all you yep. need
0: uh, speaking of what uh, what kind of shift do you guys work we're at 24 48s 24 48s okay 24/48. okay uh, another question I forgot to ask um what do you get on a typical box alarm?
1: so um you're gonna get uh, one rescue mm-hmm. uh, two truck on a residential this is a residential uh simple yeah. kind of rescue, right you get one rescue two trucks three engines uh two squads and two chiefs wow uh, like I said before the the squads are uh on a, on a residential fire they're 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 gonna they're gonna show up they're gonna you know beach it in, in the neighbor's yard mm-hmm. they're gonna marry up with Whatever engine or truck company is there next to make a five-person crew. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Uh, You're going to
1: have your chief that's in charge, and you're going to have a safety chief. Okay. Two truck companies, and uh, we do a lot of like. I I guess to say they wouldn't always send a second alarm; they'll just ask for an additional. Hey, can I get engine? Can I get additional rescue? Uh, Really based on what we actually need, because we are thin. I, gotcha. and as far as machines and places so they don't call for a full second alarm or a full third alarm it's like man i need one more engine and one more truck and it's i'm good engine. right and, and and i think that's a good thing i don't think it's you know we are thin we're, we're trying to protect a lot of a lot of area and a lot mm-hmm. of
0: people. Mm-hmm.
1: so um you know kind of make it a little a little uh better that way
0: okay um and just because i want to know to do you, uh do you guys utilize AVL, or is it all like, uh, I guess depending on a the dispatcher, they know okay, this is the next station that that's going to get that's closer to this incident.
1: That's it's interesting you ask that question because tomorrow there is a completely new dispatching system, which may explode. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, also, we put on so this this all in one week. We put on we put on two new truck companies. We're putting in and a completely new dispatching software program, all this and that. Um, And uh, so who knows what's going to be like tomorrow, but uh, uh, it might not be smooth, but it'll probably be okay. Uh, So they go off of, we have, we have GPS and all the machines. And so when it it pops up on their screen, the next closest machine goes, it'll, it'll, it'll look at the area and say, Hey, I see, you know, this is my circle, mm-hmm. this truck, this truck, this rescue, you know, and does it that way. Okay. Um, we, we do, I guess I should say we do, we have the ability to, if you see that maybe the, the AVL was off or your yours isn't showing up, then we can say, Hey, look, I'm closer. I'm, I'm gonna jump that alarm. Gotcha. So um, we do that. Or if, you know, you you get reading through a call text and, and uh you know what? This sounds like it might be something that really needs to be um bumped up. I'm gonna jump mm-hmm. this off to. So mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be able to, to justify yourself, add yourself to an alarm that mm-hmm. you're Mm-hmm, Mm-hmm. Uh, good officers are good at that. <laughs> uh, you, know, if you you can get on a ticket, get on it, man. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. You know, uh, no, That's uh, cool. That's cool. But, it, but, but with, the, with, you know, you still have to take care of your own. You still got to right. be responsible for that, that first area. Those are your people, man. That's right. You got to have someone there. Right. But if, if you know, computers are computers and they mess up. Right yeah. There, yeah. You know? So having a good working knowledge of the city and where buildings and streets and stuff are at, um, you know, get on that alarm. If you don't let alarm if you can make a difference, you don't let alarm.
0: No, no, I mean, that's yeah, you definitely can't argue with that. Um, like I said, I only asked because, like, I, I know some people that dispatch, and I'm not going to say for what, what jurisdiction, right, but right, right. it's funny because they'll be like, oh, if there's like a major or if there's a fire that's turning into something major. We'll look on our computer screens and see all these trucks oh, yeah. heading toward there, <laughs> yeah. so they can get picked yeah. up on the on the next alarm. So it's just it's pretty funny. I just well, that, to ask. That,
1: that's universal because we do. You know, it's like <laughs> oh man, it sounds like that fire is pretty good. We better go check this hydrant. It's kind of this way slide to the edge of our area, so we get picked up on it next. But right uh and and absolutely, and that you know that's a sign of of guys that want to go to work, yeah, that's
0: firemen being, yeah, good fireman it's like, oh, there's a fire, yeah, let's yeah. hop in the truck, all right,
1: yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep moving that way so right,
0: right, no, awesome, awesome yeah, um it. so uh, last question, what do you think the American fire service can improve on
1: man that, that is a that is a very good question uh you know, man, i think I think uh. Man, it's kind of like guys like you making this podcast and and spreading the good word. You know, we live in such a time now where there's information just everywhere, you right? Know? And, and, and the problem is sometimes guys don't vet what they're what they're reading or seeing, right. Or right? And and you know, if you can vet those things and those people, and you go through these processes, uh, you can you can find out a ton of good information. But uh, you know, sometimes too often you see guys that just put something out on the internet, and it's like, man, that guy really has no idea. You know, right. he's, he's he's teaching a class at this conference, and I, and I love conferences. I love I go to conferences all over the country. Okay, and but I always really try to vet whose classes I'm going to take mm-hmm. because Joe Blow from wherever can be teaching a class at this conference, and, and it may be just crap you know right. just just a just a shit product <clears throat> mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. um, he's in it for money he's in it for the wrong reasons right and that's that's just kind of disgusting to me <laughs> to be honest you know it's like man we gotta we gotta do better we gotta be better at that we gotta be better at really you know weeding out some bullshit getting down to the guys that, that are teaching good quality stuff and and um, getting out there and pushing yourself to the limit you know making yourself fail in class and training that kind of stuff, uh, and that's you know sometimes you feel like that kind of goes the, against society. Even it seems like right now it's like, oh, we don't want to do, we don't want to tell anybody they didn't win or they didn't right. pass or this and that. Right? It's like, no, man, we got to get out there and tell people. And, and that's what I love about Wichita is like, hey, man, you're in the academy, and you and you, it's not for you, it's not for you, man. And there's nothing against, there's nothing wrong with that. No, man, not everybody's no. made to be a fireman. Exactly. And, and, and that's okay. If they don't make it to the academy, I can still be his buddy. You know, we'll work right. days off and right. Cool, but maybe you don't, maybe you shouldn't work here, you know? Yeah. So yeah. You see so many people getting, you know, we are hurting for people and all that kind of stuff. And you try to get guys in, but if they're not quality, then it, it does nobody any good. It's, it's not, not exactly, not any, it's not good for anybody. So, exactly. I would love to see the fire service get back to just really making solid, solid people, men or women better and mm-hmm. keep the standards high mm-hmm. uh, instead of just slapping a shirt on anybody and let them yep
0: go. or just you're just adding another body on the truck because we need bodies. absolutely agree. Yep. Absolutely agree. Um man, it's been a good combo. Uh um, yeah man super like, good uh, like I said uh has definitely got it going on. Um if it, if, Man, I'm not perfect,
1: but I love it here. It's a great place.
0: Well, and, and no place is, but you, you, Wichita is definitely doing something right because a lot of what I call these heavy hitters yeah. are promoting Wichita hard. And yeah. I've seen videos, and it shows like you guys are, you guys and girls are yeah. on your your p's and q's, like yeah. you, you know yeah. what you're doing. You're very aggressive. You're gonna uh-huh. go in, and put that fire out, and it is what it
1: is. So that's great to see. I mean it, we i like i said we're 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 spoiled, we're blessed, you know i i we're spoiled here we we do have uh, the ability to do a lot of good things um keep the intensity up, keep the aggressiveness up mm-hmm. uh, and so you talk to guys around places and they're like, oh man, we're not allowed to do that, we're not allowed to do that yeah do that. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. yeah that's how that's how we roll man that's, how, that's what we do, you know t- telling you that's <laughs> one of the good things and, uh, about
0: doing this yeah, is yeah. you hear oh this is what we do oh yeah like you said we, yeah. we we would get sent home written up for doing this you know that type of stuff
1: um that that's that's what's good and as long as people kind of keep uh but keep their mindset keep their their you know knowing why we do the things that we do not just because right we hey, would take something off and invest this window right now just because no you you need to look at what you're doing and then you invest mm-hmm. Or we're going to cut this hole in this roof mm-hmm. are you are you really going to make that better right there or are you in the wrong spot you know mm-hmm. or should you not do that at all right now because the wind conditions you know all those kind of things that is a that is a constant training cycle that we're always going through and keeping right guys, you know dialed in on that stuff so uh we just got to keep it up keep going and it and it like I said before, you know, the guys before, the guys on the job now, and some of them, they're still here. They worked hard to get us where we're at. And so my generation and, and and after, it's our job to keep that going, keep keep the keep the intensity up.
0: No, awesome, awesome. Um, how long do you have left?
1: Man, I don't know. Probably um, I just turned 39. Okay. I, I could go when I'm 50. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to be ready to go 50. Uh, I'll probably go to 55.
0: I think okay. That's okay. I think me and you are probably on the – we're on the same because I'm 38. Yeah. I just turned 38, and I can leave when I'm 49, 50-ish. Yeah. As of right now, as soon as they say, hey, you're good, I'm gone. But yeah, that might change. That might change. It, yeah.
1: That's the thing, too, dude. It is such a thing because – uh well, I'm I'm loving life and I'm having fun and I'm going to fires and I, all that kind of stuff. But uh it does it, it's hard on your body, you know. Oh it's yeah. Not, I mean, I, I definitely know that what I felt like when I was 20 versus where I was at 30, you know, after fires in a couple yep. days. Oh man. And and now this 40 number keeps popping up, I guess, next year, and I'm like, man, that hurts, <laughs> you know. But yeah, we'll see, you know, but but probably 55 And 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 maybe I'll make it down to a forty-hour part. You know, we have, we've got forty-hour spots in, in in training or something like that. Or, okay. Uh, you know, kind of get a few more years out of it. But yeah, no, right it's, it's yeah, right now it's, it's
0: but, definitely uh, it's good to hear because like my 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 backstep firefighter, he's twenty three or twenty four, and yeah. he's like you know. Two a days, he'll do this, yeah. that. And I'm like, dude, enjoy it now because yeah. when you get yeah. older. And the thing is you tell them that and they're like, yeah. okay, whatever. And it's like, trust that, me, I used to be in your shoes. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm just right. giving you advice.
1: For sure. Yeah. This but, is experience.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a young man's game. Fire yeah. the fire service a, is a young man woman's game for sure. It
1: is, it is. And and yeah, that's 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 a fact.
0: <laughs> Especially when because we don't go to we don't I couldn't imagine if my department ran 500 fires a year, what that would be like. I mean, so I, I, I can just imagine as you get older, especially with the, the truck that you're on, where you could go back to back to back right. fires in a shift. Right. So definitely uh, physical fitness is important. Because I can yeah, tell looking at you, sure. you're you're definitely a guy I'd love to have on my truck. That's for damn yeah, sure.
1: I appreciate that.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, I'm a little like, skinny like guy, so. Friends. yeah.
1: I might not be the I might not be the skinny guy, but I might be the big guy. To get you to the door, so that's, hell that's,
0: yeah, I mean, you need those. You need that's those. Right. That's what
1: that's what my officers say. They're like, yeah, that guy, <laughs> he's a bull in the china closet. He's gonna get us through there. So oh yeah, and I I, I like to I like to lift. I like to work out. Uh, try to get you know four days a weekend or more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know we then that's something that our department is. It, we we you work you will work out every day. They uh, it's mandatory. We, that you have one hour to work out. Nice. We go, we have gyms in most of our stations, but most of the places, most of the guys go to, uh, like our YMCA, our local YMCA's. Okay. Okay. Uh, my firehouse is right across the street basically from Wichita state, uh, university. And so we, they've got a, they've actually got a YMCA on campus right there. So okay. it's new, nice and fancy. And they got all the cool stuff, and and uh, so we like to go in there and work out every day and be with our, be with our locals, be with our neighborhood.
0: No, so, awesome. that's that's awesome. Man. I mean, like I said, you know, another thing they got going on because you got departments now that are human right. resources is like, oh, I can't yeah. be
1: doing that, and it's like, yeah. this is a part of our job. It is a hundred percent a part of our job, and that's you know, we actually even man, I keep going here. I don't know <laughs> uh, they we we have uh, on our hiring process, you come in for your hiring the day of your interview and you run a mile and a half, you do push-ups, pull-ups, setups, and then you go straight from that to your interview and they want to see how, you're not even required to have a CPAT actually. Okay. They want to see you physically and one of our reasons for for getting away from the CPAT is not that there was anything wrong with the CPAT but the CPAT, you know, it, you could do that past that CPAT and not do anything for two years because mm-hmm. that CPAT is So Mm -hmm. a guy might show up day one to academy or whatever and not done that damn thing for two Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And that's a waste of everybody's time because you're not going to pass it. Right. So that's why we went to a a deal where you come in and do a workout that's given to you right there, right before your interview. uh, so so that you know that you pass this interview and you're starting the academy in two weeks, then you just pass the standard to get in the class. And that's the standard to get in the class. It will be a lot different once you're in class. Once you're in class. class that. Right. 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 Uh, that, that was, a, I feel like that was a good move that we've made that, that, uh, nothing against the CPAD or anything like that. Right. Right. That we're making sure that guys have tried, are ready to go when they get here. Okay. Okay.
0: And, um, one last question. Um, how, uh, how long are your recruit classes?
1: <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of another thing that's changed a little bit. So, right now, uh, to get hired here, you 18 in high school graduate, or GED. Right. GED. Right. Uh, if you've got your EMT, you'll come into the, uh, the second half of the class, uh, which is like 10 weeks now. Okay. Uh, it's shortened down because okay. we, are, we, we got a big grant. We're, we're pumping classes out. Like, it's a continual. Okay. So, the academy right now is like, if, if you have nothing and you're coming off the street, just a high school graduate and 18- you'll go to an eight-week uh, EMT academy where mm-hmm. you group pass that EMT. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on Friday, you finish the EMT academy. Monday, you start fire academy for eight or ten weeks. Okay. A couple of years – you know, most of the time, the academies, they try to keep them at uh, 14 to 16. Okay. And that's the tip, that's the, the the real academies. Not that the academies aren't real right now because they're super intense and they're yeah. very – <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're 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 trying to get this grant filled. So we're we're we've slimmed it down a little bit. Okay. But they didn't lower the standard. They right. just gave us time to fix it to get to right. It. Right. So that's why we're, you know, that we 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 were kind of concerned that they might say, Hey, we need these people to pass because we've hired them and we need to fill this up. But that's not the case. It's if you don't pass the standard, you just have less time to pass it. So you're out. Solid. I. I appreciate that. Yes. So, okay, yeah, that's solid. That, so. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like you said, your family appreciates that. I mean, it's not about the candidates feelings. It's about right. this job doesn't care.
1: Right. Right. They Absolutely.
0: need people to do the job. So now, um, Tim, it's been great. Yeah, it's been uh, super good. Uh, Super good conversation. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the, uh, the listeners are going to love it, especially my rescue guys. I, I, I give them shit all the time, but oh, no, good. those guys are jam up though.
1: Oh yeah, those oh,
0: guys are sure. jam up. But uh, hang on afterwards, and uh, we'll we'll wrap up. You bet. All right. If any of the listeners out there are or know of a great firefighter who embodies the principles of being a great communicator, goal oriented, hardworking, humble, passionate, and professional, regardless of rank, career, volunteer contact me at Student of the at gmail.com. Until next time, stay focused, stay committed, and stay safe.